Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. The debate over dealing with the pandemic rages. Uh, the WHO, the World Health Organization, has said they don't advocate lockdowns as a primary way, as a main way of controlling COVID-19. Northern Ireland, uh, well, we're seeing really worrying figures up there, of course. They're looking at what's being called the circuit breaker strategy. Uh, politicians here are divided on that. And actually, months ago, we chatted to um, a Limerick woman living in Singapore, and that was the first time I'd heard of circuit breaker because they were using it in uh, Singapore at that time, and she was telling us uh, about it. Now, a good friend of the Limerick Today show, political analyst and uh, man of figures, Ronan Madigan, he, he has been uh, looking at uh, COVID-19 figures um, uh, over the last few months and he's on the line right now. Uh, morning to you, Ronan. Um, Good morning, Joe. Yeah, no, I, 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 I caught that you'll, you'll have them in your head faster than I will now, but I, I just looked at the 14-day rates around the country uh, that were released last night. And yes. They are, I mean, they are very worrying, including in Limerick, it has to be said. Yes, uh, Limerick, uh, latest figures, 167.8, which is quite a rise in the last week or 10 days, uh, but not anything like as bad as the likes of, say, uh, Cavan at 385, Donegal at 354, Monaghan at 330. I think the, the border counties are really in trouble because, as of now, Northern Ireland has the highest incidence rate in Europe. That's how bad. They are down over 500 uh, across Northern Ireland. So the, the, the border county is definitely in trouble. Also worth pointing out, there was some positivity about Dublin the other day, and I think uh, the health minister jumped the gun, saying things were going great. The figures in Dublin have actually started to rise again in the last three or four days, even though they're, uh, you know, three and a half weeks into level three. The, there's an uptick in their figures again. Um, the latest figures back up to 178.4. So, but Ronan, it is worth pointing out when you mentioned the Limerick figures, the 14-day incidents, 167 per 100,000 uh, as of last evening, as you said. Um, it isn't that long ago that we were being pointed to very specifically by the then acting chief medical officer uh, for figures in around the 60 per 100,000. We got it down not so long ago to 45 per 100,000 and we're now up to 167 per 100,000. Yes, and this is something that is happening all over the country. And I've mentioned this before. It's a problem when specific parts of the country are put into a higher level of restriction. The rest of the country tends to say, oh, well, we're okay. It's just them. And uh, you saw it uh, last time, and I mentioned this before, when uh, Leash, Offaly and Kildare went into lockdown uh, to sort out their numbers. Numbers in other counties around the country actually rose during that three-week period because the, a sense of complacency came in that we're all okay. And that's what's happening again. Right. So looking carefully at the figures, Ronald Madigan, as you have been, what do you expect for Limerick, possibly later in the week? What do you expect for Dublin? What do you expect for all of Ulster? Well, Ulster is looking like going into a very severe type of, of lockdown. I, I think they actually have to at this stage. I think what we will have to do is we will have to directly track what they do in Northern Ireland, especially along the border counties, to be in sync, almost to create a buffer zone between Northern Ireland and the, the, the rest of Ireland. Uh, 
Dublin, Limerick, you know, most counties are, you know, Tony Hoolan pointed out yesterday evening, of 20 of the 26 counties now are over 100 per 100K. That's where we are at. So it's, it's a nationwide problem. It, it depends what the choice is to do. Do we deal with this or do we just try and live alongside this? It's worth mentioning, if you take the seven-day average, a week ago, the seven-day average was 457. Yesterday, it was 688. So even if you went into this circuit breaker type of system, and I look back at the decreasing wave last time when we were coming out of lockdown, where our figure is 688 as of yesterday, if we say we want to get this back down under 50, last time that took eight weeks. Yeah. Our instance rate drops in a dropping curve last time at 70, on average, 76 cases but, per week. But, but I mean, drops. that means, okay, well, if that were the case, I mean, if you were talking about not, not a two-week, three-week or month-long, but as you say, maybe an eight-week of what, level five? Yes, well, if you take as an example Auckland in New Zealand back in August, on the 12th of August, they announced an extra 12-day extension of the lockdown in Auckland. It took six weeks. It was the 23rd of September before that was released. So what they thought would take 12 days to sort out, to get to the target, took six weeks. So in the end, it comes down to politicians. They absolutely um, and deliberately took control of this last week. They made decisions that were different to the recommendations of the public health emergency team. Um, So the question now will be, do they stick with that? And do they go for county by county or regional restrictions, maybe going up to level four and leave other parts of the country at level three? Well, I was arguing last week with Gillian that we shouldn't have had a national uh, level three when it was announced. When, if I recall, a week ago, uh, Limerick's instance was 88 and uh, Donegal's at the time was 233. So I think there will have to be a much more localised approach to this. It's, it's just, it's not viable shutting down the whole country. Like if you if you take it um even the likes of say Carlo, Carlo has only an instance race as of yesterday of seventy two, Waterford sixty one, the lowest in, 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 in the country. It's not justifiable putting them to the same level of restrictions as Cabin at three eighty five. Right. Um, so it's a balancing question, but it, it sounds as though, you know, and, and this is just a, a statement of fact, that the government is going to come under terrific pressure. I mean, the budget today, for one thing, and then straight away tomorrow, you are into trying to negotiate your way through these decisions. But on the other side, and there's no point pretending otherwise, there are other health issues, non-COVID related. There are economic problems you know, in Limerick and elsewhere, can the country deal with another lockdown situation alongside people's mental health? Yes, and that ties into what David Navarro said in his interview with The Spectator. Now, certain people around the world took what he said out of context. As you mentioned, he said 
we should stop using lockdown as our primary control methods. But he also went on to say, and this is a quote, the only time we believe a lockdown is justified is to buy you time to reorganize, regroup, and rebalance your resources. Now, again, we have to decide in this country what policy we're going to go with. If we do go for a circuit breaker type of system, we need to use that couple of weeks uh, to, to get our act together, to start out uh, contact uh, tracing and testing and, and just tighten up all these things and get them in place for when we release again. If you take Israel in its short, sharp circuit breaker, that's kind of the, the most recent example, and they, they went into it there in mid-September, their cases still rose for over a week after they implemented the circuit breaker, and they are still not back down to where they want to be. And, and their, their only target as such is to get back down to 2,000 uh, cases a day. They, they, had, they had peaked at 9,000 cases a day. And also, just on what you were saying about the other thing, I think it needs to be taken into context. David Amaro was speaking in a global context, and he's dead right. Yes, there are a lot of other things to be considered. Uh, and the WHO advises on all sorts of things, on mental health, societal well-being, disrupted hospital care, and also in poorer countries, disruption of the food chain, which happens when yeah. these lockdowns happen. And, and briefly, Ronan, finally, what would you say to listeners to this show? I'm, I'm hearing from them fairly regularly saying, stop talking about COVID-19. Just stop it. Um, that is, yes, okay, that's one way of looking at it. But we have to consider that our hospitals are already heading for trouble. Uh, so you will see probably in the next two to three weeks, curtailment of other health services because extra beds are going to be taken over. You know, if you go back to the 4th of September, 44 people in hospital. Yesterday, 224. Right. Now, so you're basically it, saying that whether we like it or not, it's such a huge issue that unfortunately it is part of what we need to talk about and what other people need to talk about as well. All right, Ronan Madigan, listen, thank you very much for crunching the numbers again uh, for us. Um, some you know, very worrying figures in there. There's no doubt about it, not just for Limerick, but obviously for the country. Uh, we appreciate your time. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.